We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen, amen, hallelujah. I want to welcome each and every person to Must Be Kingdom International Ministries Beta Mentoring Conference Line. Amen, hallelujah, and podcast show. I'm your host today, Apostle Anthony Bax, and I just want to say welcome. Hallelujah. First off, I want to give thanks and praise and honor to God, for he is the head of my life, and I hope he's the head of your life. Amen. I want to give praise and honor to my wife. Hallelujah, Prophet Donna Baxter. Hallelujah. That will be coming forth with a powerful word on tonight. Hallelujah. I thank God for her. Hallelujah. All my sons and daughters. Hallelujah. And the apostles, prophets, teachers, <laughs> apostles, <laughs> prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, amen, overseers, deacons, uh, mothers, hallelujah, everybody in their respectful place, God bless you, hallelujah, glory be to God, and hallelujah, before we get started here, hallelujah, I just want to ask you one question, where will you go, the only place the only person that gives eternal life is Christ. He has the word for eternal life.
Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just come before your throne as humbly as we know how, just to give thanks, praise, and honor to you, Father, for you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised, Father, and we just thank you for this day that you have made. Hallelujah. Despite what has gone on in it, Father God, no matter what somebody may have said or done, Lord God, we choose to rejoice in this day, Father God. Hallelujah. I pray, Father God, that the hearts and minds of the people that are listening and even those that will listen in the future on the podcast, Father God, that their hearts and minds will be open to receive, Father God, your word. We thank you for the guest speaker, Father God, and we pray even now, Father God, that flesh be put aside, that your spirit may move in power and in might through her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Father, thank you. Thank you for being so loving. Thank you for being king, our strong tower. Hallelujah, where we could run to in a time of despair, in a time of fear, Lord God. Hallelujah, we give you honor. And even in this time and in the season that we're in, Father God, with everything that is taking place, Lord God, hallelujah, we trust in you, O oh God. Hallelujah, for the Bible says, Father, that you will provide all of our needs. Hallelujah. Despite what it looks like on the earth, despite what they're going through, despite the shortages, hallelujah, Father, you supply all of our needs. Hallelujah, Father God. The Bible says if we believe, we shall receive. So by faith, Father God, I believe and I believe we will receive everything, Father God, that you have predestined for us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your Son, and our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I just want to go over a little bit of house cleaning here real quick. Hallelujah. We have our weekly schedule that I want to go over. Hallelujah. On Wednesday nights, we have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Starts at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern. Amen. Hallelujah. On Friday tonight, we have Beta Mentoring. Hallelujah. P.m. 8 p.m. Central and uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Hallelujah. Now, tomorrow, y'all, wake up at noon. Hallelujah. In the Pacific Standard Zone. Hallelujah. 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern for one hour of power. Prophet is Donna Baxter. Hallelujah. We'll be taking y'all to a whole nother stratosphere. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. And on Sundays, we have my brother's keepers men's ministry where we're going over the measure of a man hallelujah how many of you know hallelujah you must qualify to be a leader amen and the qualifications are in the bible so we're going over each and every qualification hallelujah helping men hallelujah be men not boys mature men glory be to god now write this number down the number for all of these are five one five six zero five nine eight Three nine for you that are listening on podcast, write it down five one five six zero five nine eight three nine. God bless you, Hallelujah. Now, without further ado, I I like to present to those who don't know and for those that do, Hallelujah. Put on your seatbelt because she's about to take you to a whole other stratosphere. My wife, Miss Prophetess Donna Baxter. The floor is yours. Let the Spirit of the Lord move as he moves.
Amen. Amen. Just give her a minute and get everything straightened up here. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties here. Just give us one minute. We'll have everything together. Hallelujah. So let's just worship God because he's worthy to be praised. Amen. There is none like him. Hallelujah. If you look over your day today, hallelujah, he got you to work safely. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He got you home safely. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. He provided. Hallelujah. Your lunch, your breakfast, and your dinner. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The peace that you had in the midst of the storm, he gave it to you. Glory be to God. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Uh, so we're going to wait on, hallelujah, prophetess Donna Baxter to come join us. Glory be to God. And once she gets on, she's going to take you, hallelujah, to a whole other place. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Can we thank you? Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Father God. Hallelujah for the opportunity, Lord, tonight. Hallelujah, Lord God. As you use my vessel, Father God, I decrease, Father, as you increase within me in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you, Father God. Hallelujah for your angels. Hallelujah that are resting, ruling, abiding with us, hallelujah, on the line on tonight, hallelujah, that Tommy Forth has given me the opportunity on beta mentoring on tonight. I would just like to just thank each and every person that's tuned in with me on tonight. As I'm going to go forward tonight, hallelujah, with just the teaching, just kind of brushing up on some things that those that are focused that they should know, and for those that, that, um, that are not, I'm just going to try to help you get focused, hallelujah, on the things that we are needing to do in this chaotic time in the universe that's going on tonight, uh, every day. Hallelujah. Um, my subtitle tonight is, Do You Know Your Purpose? Do You Know Your Purpose? People of God, have you ever asked yourself this question? A lot of people, you know, have you ever thought and asked yourself this question, why am I here? What am I doing here? Especially the things that you've gone through, if it's very chaotic or you're having a lot of problems or you've been going through things that just are normal to you or you, you, you ever thought and stopped and asked yourself, why am I here? I know a lot of people on this earth have asked themselves that question. I know I have, especially going through some hard times. I'm like, why am I even here if I'm going through all this crazy stuff? You know, anybody ever ask themselves that question? I have. But the really, to give you the answer to the reason why we're here, we're all here for God's pleasure. 
it's not for us to please ourselves or to do what we want to do or to make other people happy or be people pleasers. We're here to, for God's pleasure. That's the reason we're here. We're here for our Father to, to do the things that he's calling us for us to do, to do the things that so many of us, we can make it easy his way or either hard our way. But we're, we're here for his, his pleasure. Hallelujah. We've got to keep our eyes on our Father. Everything shifted because when Adam and Eve, when they took their eyes off of the Father, when they took their eyes off of the Father, but this is the reason why things are going on in the world today. And I'm just going to go over some things that try to help you um, with your purchase and plan that God has orchestrated for your life to help you to understand what it is we need to do in order to fulfill the purpose and plan that God has given us for our life. Amen? Hallelujah. So just try to bear with me. What we're first going to start with is our mind. Our mind is not to be corrupted. Our battlefield is in the mind. When we taint ourselves with things that's not of God, that we have to battle. We're to stay pure. It's to stay pure. If you can pronounce that word. We have to be pure. What does that mean? Well, let me explain it to you. It's very important we have to always pull down vain thoughts and imagination. Our mind is the control center. Did you know that? Things that's not of God, we, we got to make sure that we plead the blood over them, pull all the vain thoughts and imagination down, because that's our control center. As the head, like my son used to say, so shall the body be. How many of you know if your head is not even on your body, we, we, we won't even be here to be able to function or to move and groove or not even to do anything at all if you don't have, you have to have a head on your body in order for the whole body to function, correct? So you got to have the head on right. The enemy brings things to our mind to distract us, and he takes our, our eyes and our, and our mind off focus of what the things of God calling us to do. But what God has us doing, we have to, what God has us doing, we have to stay focused. It's very important for us to follow his instructions and keep our eyes on him at all times. We have to continue to keep your eyes upon God. Stay focused on the things of God. Because the minute we take our eyes off God and start to do things our way, we begin to go through all other kind of trials and tribulations that we don't have to go through. So it's very important that we keep our eyes always on God and follow the instructions always on the things that he's telling us to do. Amen? Let's turn to Galatians five sixteen through 17. And I'm just going to give you right out of the Bible the reason why we need to continue to keep our eyes upon God. And that's Galatians. 5, 16 through 17. And it read, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 17. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so that we ye cannot do the things that ye would. 
Let me explain what I'm saying about that. We have to be mindful what we put in, what we're putting in. We have to be mindful what we're putting in. I say that again in our temple. It's like putting gas in a car. You know if you put gas in the car, the car is going to run. You can't go put water in it for it to run. You can't pour juice in it for it to run. You can't put anything but gas in that car for it to run. Even if somebody coming against you, putting sugar in it, you know it's not going to run. So you got to be mindful, hallelujah, what you're putting in your temple, which is our bodies, in order for it to run correctly. We have to repent daily for the flesh to die every second, every minute. We got to repent. We have to repent, hallelujah, going through the day, repenting, repenting for every little thing that's not of God as it comes to your mind. You have to repent for it. Even watch what's going in our eye gate. Watch what's going into your ear gate. They're very important as well. The things that you're looking at, hallelujah, on TV or watching things that you're not supposed to um, of other people in a lustful way, got to be mindful of those things and plead the blood over them and pull it down. What we fill our temples with, that's what's going to rule. That is what's going to rule, what you're putting in the spiritual bodies that God has given us. Also, we got to watch distractions, distractions that come to pull you from things that God are calling you to do, from all things that are right, all positive things. Be mindful of the negative things that's trying to pull you away from the things of God. So just be careful, mindful, watchful, and just stay away from distractions if possible. Amen. This is something that a lot of us don't know. We abort our spiritual babies with wrong things that's going on in our temple. We abort our spiritual babies with things that's not of God. Be very mindful. It has to be fed with the fruits of the Spirit. And we can find the fruits of the spirits in Galatians 5, 22 through 24. Turn with me to Galatians 5, 22 and 24. For those that I forgot to tell you when we get ready to get started, hallelujah, on the way that you're going to continue, hallelujah, to remember things is to make sure that you have your pen and your paper, hallelujah, so you can go back to study the Bible and study this. You look up this, look up these scriptures I'm giving you. Hallelujah, don't take my word for it, but these things are coming right out of the Bible. So Galatians 22 and 24 is going to tell you about the fruits of the Spirit. And it reads, but the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with these affections, and lust. So you put these fruits of the Spirit within your temple. Hallelujah. You don't have to worry about the flesh taking you over. Let me explain how to be mindful. Whenever certain thoughts come to your mind, please, please, please continue to pull those thoughts down. Plead the blood of Jesus over them. We have to have self-control over our thoughts. Hallelujah. 
Got to have that self-control. Got to have that self-control. We also have to learn how to listen and have a teachable spirit. You ever thought about when someone trying to come and they see that you're going the wrong way or doing the wrong thing? And, and you come, I know that. I, you don't got to tell me that. People of God, try to have a teachable spirit. It may be for your own good. Not only, you know, that goes for everybody. Have a teachable spirit. Be humble enough to listen when someone is trying to give you um, the right things to do, you know, trying to direct you in the correct way. Just listen and have a teachable spirit. That's why pride comes before the downfall, because you don't want to listen, want to be haughty, don't want to listen. Just listen and receive what God is telling you and follow direction. God never leaves us wrong. Let us go to James. First James fourteen through fifteen. That's James one fourteen through fifteen. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust have conceived, it bringeth forth sin. There it is, sin. And sin, when it's finished, bringeth forth death. People of God, listen. What are you desiring? The things of God, things of the world. You know, it's so easy for us to love what God loves. But can we hate the things that God hates? That's the hard part. Can we hate the things that God is telling us not to do? Can we hate the things that's going to bring us death? Can we hate the things that's going to bring us harm to ourselves? We can love the things God loves, but we also got to hate the things that he hates. Let me give you an example. Just like us. We can, I'm going to use men, for example. They can see this beautiful woman. They can see a beautiful woman, and she might have a lot of back junk in her trunk. And he's looking. Those things you know if you're married or you have a girlfriend and you know that the thing is not right, you know, if that eye is causing you to get in trouble, you better pluck out the other eyes. It's going to cause you, you know, you got to make sure that you're doing the correct things. Those things, God doesn't want us to want you to rest over the things that's not right. And the same goes for women. When she's saying a man with big biceps, a nice body, resting over, you know, just really drooling and everything, you know, those things not of God. We got to make sure that we're doing the correct, the correct thing that's going to cause you to, you know, get in some trouble. So we got to, you know, hate the things that God hates and love the things that God loves, you know. Even if you know you have a lusting problem, don't lust. That's not of God. Hallelujah. It's not what's on on the um outside, but it's what's on the inside. God isn't concerned about what what you're looking like on the outside and things. He's he's worried about the heart that you have. It's what's on the inside. That's what matters. That's what really matters to Him. We have to be mindful. We have to be mindful on who we talk to. Make sure that when you're talking to an individual, hallelujah, make sure that you're getting getting the right counseling. Don't go to someone and you know you live in the things of God and you're getting ungodly counsel. That can be dangerous. Make sure when you're getting counsel or advice 
that you, you're going to someone that, first of all, to make sure that they're seeking the things of God as well. And sometimes even people that are seeking the things of God, you want to know what kind of life they're living or why you're going to get advice from another individual. Make sure they're living a godly life and make sure that they're living the correct way, you know. And we cannot, can't always tell if a, a person is really, what are they doing behind closed doors? But in the Bible, say, test the spirit, try the spirit, and you know, you know. So just make sure that when you're getting advice and getting counseling, make sure you're not getting ungodly counsel because that can get you in trouble. Amen? Make sure that you're hearing from God. Sometimes a lot of things that God gives us, it's not for us to share. Some things that God gives us is for us to pray about it. Some things that God gives us, we need to take it to God in prayer and just make sure, hallelujah, that God is, you just got to seek God and know that the life that the people that you're going to for counseling, that they have a pure heart as well. So just make sure you're seeking God on everything that we're doing and everything that he's given us, some things God is, like I say, is for him, us to pray about it. Some things is not for us to share. Some things is for us to keep to ourselves. Be separated from the things of this world. Let us turn to Second Corinthians 6 and 17. Second Corinthians 6 and 17, and it reads, Wherefore, come from among them, and be ye separated, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. Touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you. Hallelujah. I just want to talk to us right now about our faith. How is your faith? Learn how to follow God's instructions, and we, because we can mess up. Learn how to follow God's instructions. Our purpose in following the instructions is in the mindset of our soul. Hallelujah. Let's make sure the instructions we, because we can mess up our purpose if we're not following the correct instructions. Hallelujah. Make sure we follow in the correct instruction. Second Kings four and eight through thirty seven. Story about Elisha and the shooter white woman. I wanna just tell a little bit about the story. I'm not gonna read the whole thing and it's about the Shulamite woman that had the prophet Elijah and she would always set up the room for him when he comes wanted to share with you how her she had very, very strong faith and she had powerful faith in the man of God, Elijah, the prophet Elijah. Her son, hallelujah, her son one day got sick. His father was holding him on his, on his lap. And the little boy got sick one day. The Shulamite woman, as they took him upstairs, to lay him on the bed in the prophet's room. His father didn't even know that he had gotten sick that day because the mother never did share with the father what was going on with him. She never said nothing, but it is well, all is well. So she had someone to go and fetch her the donkey to go to get the prophet Isaiah, um, Elisha. 
she knew that if she got to the prophet um, Elisha, that he could come back with her because she had faith enough in him, knowing that he was a man of God to help her with her son that had died. Thank you, his father didn't even know that he had died. So she got the donkey and began her journey wide open. I could imagine her speedily on the donkey to get to the prophet Elisha. They saw her coming, and the prophet saw her coming, and then they tried to stop her before she got there to the prophet, and he told them to leave her alone. And he sent the person that was with him, which was um, his servant, that be with him when he go forth, to go to go ahead, to go before the woman of God, to go to her son, to go ahead and get things set up. He came back and said, see, he went and laid the staff upon him like the prophet Elijah told him, and nothing happened. So the prophet and the Shulamite woman, they went back together. And as he went up in the room where she had took her son and laid him on the bed where she always gets the room set up for the prophet, he went in and laid upon him, put his hands with his hands, his nose against his nose, his mouth against his mouth, and he breathed in him. And the little boy sat up, and he called seven times. He came back to life. She knew that if she went and got the prophet, that everything would be okay, that everything would be okay. And that was great faith that she had to go and get that prophet because she had just that much faith in him to know that her son would be taken care of, that God would use him. Because we can't do anything without God. So God uses prophet Elisha to bring her son back to life. And that's great faith with the story of the Shulamite woman and the prophet Elisha. Let's turn to Romans 8 and 28. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it reads, And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. If God said to go left, then go left. Don't go right in God telling you to go left. Don't do what you want to do. If he's telling you to go left, go left. Because what we think we should do is not correct. We always make it hard our way when we don't listen to God. Follow the instructions that God has given us. We can make it easy our way or we can make it hard our way. Proverbs 16 and 9, it reads, A man's heart divides his ways, but the Lord directed his steps. So we need to always follow the instruction of God and what he's telling us to do. Amen. So Matthew 6 and 33 it tells us, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Listen to God, not what we what we see, what we stop going on, our own. We have to listen to what God is telling us. We have to listen to what God is telling us. We always have to do what he's saying do and how he's saying do it. While we can make it easy our way. His way or hard our way, but we always make a mess when we try to do things on our own and our own accomplishments. So just listen to the beginning. 
when God says go right, go right. Don't go don't go left if he's telling you to go right. I just want to share what the purpose, what Jesus' purpose was for us. This is his purpose for us. And what I'm giving, giving just a little teaching on, on um, what, was, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? We all have a purpose and plan for our life here on this earth that God has given us. Amen. And this what was Jesus' purpose for us. And I turn to John 12 and 27. And, this, and it reads this. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour. Put this call, Cain, for this call came until this hour. For this call came until this hour. Do you know, you, you guys, so many times he could have said, I'm not going to do this. I'm not getting ready to go get up on that cross and get nailed for them. They act they not. How many of us can say that, okay, we got to get nailed up on this cross and we're getting ready to go ahead and let you guys, get, if they're preparing the cross, to go ahead and get nailed up on the cross. How many of you guys can really say, okay, I'll do it? How many of us can truly say that? I kid you not. If they have to tell me that I'm going to get ready to go get nailed on a cross, get nails in my hands, get nails in my feet, I wouldn't be able to do it. And, you know, everybody just be messed up because I I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, this is really, you know, God could have changed his mind at any any time, but he didn't. And it said right here, he didn't do that. He didn't turn his back on us. Not one time that he said, you know, um, no, I can't do this. He knows that he had to go ahead to get nailed to the cross so that we may have a choice, so that we may have a choice to, you know, to say yay or nay. You know, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's not. And one thing about God, he has never left our side. We're the one that left him, that leaves him. You know, if we honestly and truthfully had to even get one of our children, had to, you know, to give up one of our children to go get nailed to a cross, could you, could you honestly really do that? That was his purpose for us right here on this earth, right here on this earth, to get nailed to that cross. And I don't think that we would have been able to do what he did in order for us to still have the gift of life breathing, to be able to talk, to continue to move and groove, to do the things that we're not supposed to be doing or to be doing the things that we should be doing. Would we be able to do that? I don't think that we would be able to do, go, go get nailed up on a cross and really have that faith you know, that he had, and he just, you know, he, that was his purpose here on earth to make sure that we can have an everlasting life. And I'm coming to my closing. I wasn't going to be before you guys long. And this is what I had as I'm coming to my closing. God did what he did so that we could fulfill our purpose. See, that was his purpose to get nailed to the cross. And he did what he did so that we could fulfill our purpose and plan that he had for our life, you know, to do the right thing. Know that we all have a purpose. Even before we were formed in our mother's womb, God is so faithful and awesome. He created us to know. He created us. Every single, he know every single hair on our body or that's on our head. He know what we're going to think before we say it. He know what we're going to say. 
Amen. He know that, you know, the wrong things that we're going to do before we do it. He know the right things that we're going to do. Let's fulfill it by being obedient. Obedient is better than sacrifice. Also, by following his instruction for our life. Learn to see God in the midst of the storm, wherever we're, do- wherever we're going and whatever we're doing. God will give us the peace we need. We have to just trust him and believe him through it all. Amen. Don't focus on the wilderness, but focus on the voice that's speaking in the wilderness when you're going through. Get rid of everything that you, that you, that's causing you to have a blockage and keeping you from God. Things that you know that's in your way. Things that you know that's not of God. Things that you know you should pull those vain, imagina- vain imaginations and pleading the blood over it. Things that you know, hallelujah, that, that's really just going to keep you hindrance, keep you a hinder, keep you a blockage. That's going to just cause you turmoil. Get rid of those things. Anything that's not going to have, you know, have a relationship, you and your relationship with God one-on-one, get rid of it. Because in these perilous times right now, we have to have that everlasting relationship with him. That's what's going to keep us in keeping our eyes on the prize. Because once you take your eyes off of him, hallelujah, and we begin to walk and go our way, we're going to fail. So we want to be, we are victorious people and be mindful of what you say to yourself about yourself. Hallelujah. Words carry weight. Words will speak life into the atmosphere. You shall live and not die. So be mindful of the things that's going to keep us from the things of God. Amen. And I want to leave you with this last scripture, Mark 11 and 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye shall receive them, and ye shall have them. Amen and amen. So what you believe, you shall receive. And that's the ending of what I had for everyone on tonight. And I just want to just turn it back over into the hands of um, Apostle Baxter. I just want to thank each and every person that took the time out just to hear this little teaching on your purpose and plan. What is your purpose that you're here for on this earth? Will you fulfill it or will you not? Amen. 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 What a word. What a word. Believe in order to receive. Believe to receive. First, you got to know who you are and what your purpose to fulfill for God on the earth. And once you get it, believe it, walk in it, and do thus says the Lord. What a powerful word. What a powerful word. Hallelujah. Is there anyone on the line that has any questions or anything they would like to say to Prophetess Donna before we sign off? Hallelujah. Rebel Sunday, the devil shit, the devil, both 
come against every distraction. I believe I call forth the angels to put me down now. I believe that the technology that is trying to bring distraction. I cut the lay Lord, the, the, the silver cord, hallelujah, that the spirits travel through. Hallelujah, the name of Yes, we have some some interference in the line here, so I know that was an on-time word. Hallelujah. They're trying to mess with the line here. Hallelujah. Release, Father God, your warring angels. Hallelujah. To come down and overtake and overthrow everything he's trying to bring forth. Hallelujah. Jesus, man. Jesus, man. Jesus. Yes, so uh, any questions? Amen, amen. Well, if we don't have any questions on tonight, we're going to go ahead and shut it down. And again, I'd just like to say thank you to my wife for a fabulous word. That had gone forth, hallelujah. And I just pray that it fail on fertile ground, that it may take root and grow, that it didn't fall on the wayside, amen, that it fell in your heart, hallelujah. Study that word to show it thyself to prove, get it in your heart and believe, amen, hallelujah. All right, if all minds and hearts are clear, we'll go ahead and close out. Hallelujah. We thank you for the word. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We pray, Father God, that those that are listening, hallelujah, and those that will listen on podcast, hallelujah, a day from now, a week from now, a year from now, hallelujah, will feel the anointing that was upon the word. Father God, that it will transform their life in the name of Jesus, Father. We thank you. Pray, Father God, vitality back into your daughter, Father God, as she has gone forth and poured out, Father God. Hallelujah. I pray and ask, Father, that you will pour in to her, Father God. Glory be to God. That no backlash or any demonic activity will come against her, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Father. And as we separate, uh, from one another, but never your sight, Father. I just pray that your spirit may go with each and every one of us, Father God. Continuing to uh, pound this word, sear this word, hallelujah, upon our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And like we say after each and every episode, walk by faith, not by sight. We shall see you sooner than later. God bless you. Have a nice day.